0: for the first time in 750 something attempts a team that led by 14 points in the final three minutes of the football game lost and that distinguishment belongs to your Miami Dolphins the Dolphins losing to the Titans on Monday Night Football 28-27 I guess let's talk about it
1: you are locked on Dolphins your daily Miami Dolphins podcast part of the Locked On Podcast Network your team every day
0: All right, Miami, welcome to another episode of Locked On Dolphins. It's your team every day here on the Locked On Network. I'm your host, Cal Krabs, a lifelong Miami Dolphins fan. Unfortunately, host of Locked On Dolphins, co host of Locked On NFL Scotty. Find our shows on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. Tip of the cap to our everydayers, especially those of you who are tuning in today on all days, because uh, it is your team every day. We don't just say it, we live it. And that unfortunately means I have to talk about this football game that just happened for the Miami Dolphins. Um... Today's episode of Locked On Dolphins is brought to you by Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code Locked On NFL for $20 off your first purchase on last minute tickets, lowest prices guaranteed. And we talked about it. First of all, my audio is a little different. I'm obviously traveling. I just got back to the hotel uh, from the game at Hard Rock Stadium. I was there for what just happened. I was there. I, I, I spent my hard-earned money to come down here and watch the Dolphins give away 15 points in the final three minutes of this football game and lose to the Titans, who they were favored to beat by two touchdowns, by a final score of 28-27. to 27. The Titans going for two, uh, they get forced to three and out. When Miami gets the ball back with a chance to milk the clock, Tennessee goes right down the field and Four plays, 60 something yards, and less than a minute's worth of game clock. Miami gets a two minute offense situation back to try to go down and kick a game winning field goal. And they can't get past the 45 yard line because you get backed up and your third down play call can't get out of bounds to stop the clock. And then Tua takes a sack on fourth down and just a disaster class. Everything about the game from start to finish. And then you look up and you get the muffed punt. That puts you in a position, you get the Derrick Henry drop toss, and the Dolphins go up 14 points. And you say, wow, you survived week 14, what a wild, wacky, crazy week 14. Because we talked about it on the Monday show. We said, look across the league, guys. Baltimore, overtime scare against the Ravens. The Chiefs lose to the Bills. The Jaguars lose to Joe Flacco. Up and down, the Houston Texans, a would-be wildcard team, lost to the Jets by 24 points. This weekend of the NFL, case in point, the other Monday Night Football game, the Packers lost to the New York Giants. This week was littered with these and the Dolphins, a pristine opportunity to, quite frankly, not play well and get out of the game with a win, and you give up 15 points in the last three minutes of the game? We just stopped playing? What are we doing? Hardy dose of reality for this football team. That's a joke. Even that, like Tennessee getting points because you force a fourth down and you take your helmet off and you slam it for unsportsmanlike conduct. They gift them a first down and they go down and get a touchdown off of it. It's a joke. Nobody executed anything. You know, we, we were the Dolphins were up pace for rushing for 200 yards in this football game at halftime. The Dolphins get down in the low red zone, and what happens? We throw the ball. We throw an end zone fade to Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill gets banged up, leaves the game, misses more than half the game, and then magically the Dolphins need a spark, and Tyreek Hill can play. Sean Elliott goes out with a couple of injuries. He didn't dress to Javon Holland because his knees were sore. And guess what? Elijah Campbell and Brandon Jones were big culprits down the stretch of Tennessee scoring those points. You didn't dress Robert Hunt. I don't know what his situation is. You didn't dress Teron Armstead. Guess what? Connor Williams goes down. Now you're playing Lester Cotton, Liam Eichenberg, and Rob Jones as your interior trio against the most physical football team that you could possibly draw. And they didn't even have Jeffrey Simmons. And you still have success running the ball to the edge. And you stop doing it. And you give up five sacks. And you were penalized seven times. And you were 4 of 13 on third down and 0 for 1 on fourth down. It's bad. This Dolphins team should be embarrassed. And every single facet of the football team is Culpable. And it makes it sting even more to know that you gave up 15 unanswered points in the final two minutes and 40 seconds of the game. Dolphins fans cleared out of that stadium. When they scored this, that, that second touchdown, Raheem Oster puts it in the end zone to go up 14 points. He said, oh, okay, we're good. Everybody checked out. You didn't even get to your car. You turn around, the, Dolph- the, the Titans had scored a touchdown, got two points, and the Dolphins were facing second and, and three or second and seven, and they didn't get a first down. All of this talk about the progress of the team in these late-game situations and having to run the ball and killing the clock, and guess what? None of it materialized for anything for you. In this game, at least, Connor Williams goes down, does that complicate things? Yeah. Does not having Rob Jones or Rob Hunt complicate things? Yeah. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. You had success running the football. You elected and stopped running the football In all these trips to the low red zone, when you walked away with zero points, you had a field goal blocked. You burnt another timeout with a late play call where everybody's diddling in the huddle, waiting to get out of the huddle. And guess what? You probably could have used that timeout when Devon Chan can't get out of bounds because he tries to cut back upfield. And what the heck was the third down play call in the end of the game situation anyway, where we we take a designed behind the line of scrimmage throw to Devon Achan? With a lead blocker out in space. There's a lot of bad to unpack for this football team. And they should, quite frankly, be embarrassed. I know why. And if you're watching at home or if you were at Hard Rock Stadium, you're probably embarrassed, too. We'll talk a little bit more about the implications of this football game here next on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. So stick with us. I hope you didn't make the spontaneous decision to come to Hard Rock Stadium for this football game. But if you did, I hope you use Game Time. Game Time is the ticketing app that's obsessed with finding ways to save you money on tickets. It's the only ticketing app that gives you complete peace of mind with your purchase. You can see the views from your seat before you buy, so you know exactly what to expect when you arrive. And all in prices show you an upfront total, so you know exactly your, what you're getting and what you're paying before you buy. You can buy tickets in just seconds, and they are delivered directly to your phone. So download the Game Time app, create an account, and take the guesswork out of buying tickets with Game Time. Use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase. That is, download the Game Time app. Create an account, use code LOCKEDONNFL for $20 off your first purchase.
1: Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.
0: I'm recording this as the player availabilities are happening, and, and quite frankly, I'm not interested in hearing uh, a lot from the players. Uh, this this defensive meltdown. Uh, that the Dolphins posted down the stretch. You, you go into the fourth quarter of this game, Tennessee scores 13 points. You say, hey, okay, like defense scores a touchdown for you. Special teams sets you up on a short field. Maybe not the most complimentary game script that you could possibly cook up, but nevertheless, it's a complimentary game for the fact that the other facets You go back to week one. Mike McDaniel talked about the offense want us to game in week one. At some point, the defense is going to have to win your football game. And this felt like it could have been the week between the turnovers and the short fields, the defensive touchdown with Zach Sealer in the pick six. Just stop playing. There's no excuse. There's no excuse for Will Levis to finish with 327 yards and a touchdown. DeAndre Hopkins to go seven for 124 because I, I, we're not traveling the corners. The inexperienced safeties. I can leave all these woods in the middle of the field. The pressure can't get home to Will Levis. Um, the Dolphins on a number of occasions settling for a 20-yard field goal from Jason Sanders with their opening possession in the third quarter, fumbling the ball after Connor Williams goes out on their first offensive possession before the uh, Zach Sealer touchdown. He, he left probably 15 to 17 points on the board. You gave them 15 to 17 points, probably more than that from your own miscues and errors. And this was the week we talked all season long about the Dolphins doing what they're supposed to do. And, oh, well, we want this team to beat this team because it's going to help you for the race for the one seed. Well, don't look now, guys. But the Dolphins just dropped the game they weren't supposed to drop. Dolphins are now 9-4. and They're still in first place. They're still second in the AFC Conference. They have the New York Jets at home next week. The Dolphins, this was their first home loss of the season. Uh, Tennessee goes to five and eight on in the year. It wasn't that you lost. It was how you lost. It was you perpetually stuck your foot in your mouth, and then you stopped playing with about five minutes left in the game. Mike McDaniel talks a lot about the scars of past experiences and how the, t- the scars from last year weigh heavy on this Dolphins team. I hope this cuts deep as hell, because it cut me deep as hell, and I didn't play, so I can't imagine what they feel like. It's players. I'd imagine that locker room's pretty darn awkward right now. Now, if I were to zoom out to the thirty thousand foot view, when you came out of the bye, the Dolphins had won three in a row before this game, and you did look at that, that stretch of games, and you felt like. Five and zero was possible, or five and zero was possible. Four and one probably a little bit more likely. If you beat the Jets and you go to ten and four, who knows what happens? You're still going to have a head to head against Baltimore. Baltimore's still going to play Jacksonville. Baltimore's still going to play San Francisco. If if you get hot down the stretch, uh, but but your cushion, you took your cushion for granted, and you took took your cushion for granted in this football game. And you took your cushion for granted in the AFC conference. Everybody put the cart before the horse a little bit. And it is humbling. It is humbling to watch. 2 a tongue do some nice stuff outside of structure in this game. When they needed it, when they needed plays, we're down in the red zone. We slip and fall and take a sack on third down. When you needed it in the red zone, or you needed it at the end of the game. Your schemed pass is a schemed touch to a that starts four yards behind the line of scrimmage. So it tries to step up in a muddy pocket. And I'll say this, watching this game from the end zone view, from the 300 level, Titans did not illustrate a lot of vertical respect for this football team. I kept waiting for the Dolphins to take some shots down the field, and they took them to everybody other than Jalen Waddell. Cedric Wilson gets a fade. Devon Achen gets a goal ball. That Tua just misses him on. And then Tyreek Hill comes back in the game, and Tyreek Hill makes plays. Where, Where was Tyreek Hill coming out of halftime? I don't know, there's so many areas that you can point to with this game. I can't help but feel like some of the inactive's decisions uh, bit Miami. This was the game where it bit you. I don't know what Javon Holland's status is. I know he fell awkwardly and had a body laying on top of him with both of his knees turned out against the Jets at the end of the game. Two weeks, I don't know what the issue is. But you certainly missed him when Brandon Jones was getting run by and not making a play on a ball that Xavier Howard got pushed off on or not making another play on another ball that was a deep shot down the field that a player with better ball skills and better range and better speed gets there for. I think you would have missed, you would have liked to have had Rob Hunt and I don't know what Rob Hunt's status is with the hamstring. Mike McDaniel ruled him out early. That might be one you you don't have a lot of control over. Tron Armstead, I don't know. I'm I'm watching Harold Landry and Arden Key, and they're they're creating some chaos in the pocket. Mommy kind of got punked up front, to be honest. I thought the run defense did an admirable job. Derrick Henry had two yards per carry, 17 carries for 34 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, The touchdowns were short. I had a one-yard run, and then he has a a three-yard run. That's the the game-winning score uh, where Miami has a a simulated delay of game penalty that forces Westbrook Akine uh, to jump. It cuts the the yardage down, and he bounces, and Elijah Campbell's late to fill. It's another example of a player that um, was elevated, maybe wouldn't have been in that spot if Javon Holland dresses. And I, I don't know what Javon Holland, well, I, I'm, I'm just processing all of the information, all of the variables that contributed to this disaster class of a loss. The Dolphins scored two touchdowns in 60 seconds of game clock and took a 14-point lead with four minutes and 34 seconds left in the football game, and they lost. And the Titans went the length of the field, Twice. And you still had a minute and forty-nine. And the Dolphin made no effort to get their ball to their best players until Devon A. Chang got a touch four yards behind the line of scrimmage. It's inexcusable. This is the kind of game you're gonna look back at this Dolphin season if it doesn't go where you want it to go. And we obviously have to process what Connor Williams's long-term prognosis prognosis is. It uh, doesn't sound promising. He was ruled out fairly quickly when he went back to the, uh, the postgame. This is worse than the Tim Tebow loss. This is the loss that, man, I can't, I can't wait for hard knocks. I can't wait to see how they dress this thing up. We'll give our final thoughts for the Dolphins 28-27 loss to the Tennessee Titans up next here on this episode of Locked on Dolphins. Uh, I did get back to the hotel, and on my way back, I did cash in with my friends over at DoorDash. But to make sure I get some food, I did not get anything at the stadium. I instead opted to get some uh, flavorful food here. Uh, in South Florida while I'm here. So it'll be here any minute now I ordered as I was pulling up. And that's the nice thing about DoorDash is whether you're on the go, whether you're pressed for time, whether you don't feel like cooking, DoorDash has all of your favorite groceries and all of your favorite local restaurants at your disposal to help make sure that you can be on the go, you can live your busy life and you don't have to compromise, and you can eat all of your favorites. You can get 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order when you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change in terms of life. Man, um... I guess let's let's look at the uh, big picture for the Dolphins here. Dolphins at nine and four are in a position where they are still a game and a half in front of the Buffalo Bills in the AFC East. Week eighteen game looks a little bit more interesting now, doesn't it? Glad everybody was rooting for the Bills to win that game yesterday against Chiefs. Maybe we shouldn't have been doing that. I'm just saying. Uh, the Baltimore Ravens are the one seed at 10 and 3. Uh, the three seed is the Kansas City Chiefs, who are a game behind the Dolphins, but technically a half a game behind the Dolphins. And then the Jacksonville Jaguars are 8 and 5. Uh, from a playoff field perspective, with four games to play, Miami is two games out in front of the field uh, for the wild card spots. The Dolphins get the 5-8 and eight New York Jets, who are coming off of a twenty point four point victory against the Houston Texans at home. They'll probably come in feeling good. I hope the Dolphins come into next week's game feeling pretty pissed off. I hope they feel embarrassed. And I hope they act like it. It's the disappointing outcome that you thought this team might be over. And just about every team this year has had. I think you even look at Baltimore. Baltimore lost to Pittsburgh 17 to 10. I think you look at losing 33-31 to the Cleveland Browns. I think you look at losing 22-19 to the Colts. You look at the Chiefs, obviously, losing to the Packers, losing to the Broncos by 15 points. Losing to the Lions week one. I understand they didn't have some talent there. Dallas losing to the Arizona Cardinals. It's okay to lose a game, but not like this. I'm not going to sit here and justify this. And I shouldn't have to. Because you played an ugly game and you had success running the ball. And you want on defense and you want on special teams to set the table. And four and a half minutes left, you're up 27 to 13. And there's no other way to put it. The Dolphins stopped playing at that point in time. And by the time we tried to flip the script or flip the switch and turn it back on, it's a little too late. I hope everybody from Mike McDaniel down, takes something away from this game and ask themselves, what did I do to contribute to it? Why did it happen? And how can it be avoided moving forward? Because the Dolphins pull some stuff like this. You can forget about the one seed. You can forget about home field advantage. You can forget about a deep playoff run. That's all irrelevant. The only thing that matters right now is looking yourself in the mirror, taking a gut check, and start getting ready for the New York Jets. Because after the Jets, we're going to meet the road real quick here. This thing just got real. I'm out of here been up since 3 a.m, um, traveling to Miami. I'm on the first flight out tomorrow, technically today. it's Tuesday. So I appreciate you guys working with me with uh, uh, the audio setting not my typical home setup up. May or may not have forgot a cord when I packed my bag, um, but uh, that's the price you pay. <laughs> so I'm also culpable uh, for now here uh, on this week 14 uh, closure episode. I might burn the tape. I'm going to be honest. I don't know. I don't want to watch too much of it. I sat here and watched it unfold from the, the end zone view. And I saw plenty. Um, very frustrating night. The Dolphins. Frustrating night for all of us. But we'll get back on the horse this week. I hope I delivered the appropriate level of disappointment that you are feeling. That I am certainly feeling as well. With the Miami Dolphins. ends up. Keep it locked in right here on Locked on Dolphins. i